0: Okay, good morning. Today is Thursday, July 6, 2023, and hope everyone had a good 4th of July if you're celebrating it. Otherwise, welcome to July. The uh, summer solstice is over. A lot of people are feeling strong energies with the full moon. Um, Me too. A little bit hard to go to sleep at night, but If you get yourself exhausted enough, you can sleep. So today, I want to um, basically provide some quotes on perception. I've had in my uh, journeys on the internet, I uh, come across quotes on this and that, and sometimes I save them, and uh, there's a page on goodreads.com, or there's a... Several of these pages of quotes, and um, this is, yeah goodreads.com quotes with the tag with the word perception, and I wanted to basically so today's class is sort of a vehicle <clears throat> for me to share these quotes about perception, so you can uh, understand a little bit more, or we can just kind of look into. Number one, the fact that there have been a lot of writers <laughs> in throughout history who've understood the linkage between perception and um, personal experience and um, as seen so believed it's <clears throat> understood in Buddhism but <clears throat> Buddhism is not focused on like developing um, uh, improved understanding of the things of the world but more so perception of the super mundane or uh, wisdom insight into true nature nature of what we call a self or identity and all the constituents of self and the nature of phenomena and um, desire and attachment and suffering or stress and um, freedom from it So, most of the quotes that I'll be providing are uh, uh, writers, thinkers who um, are have the perspective of how to live. You know, that let's improve our quality of life. Buddhism, uh, Advaita Vedanta, its the goal is a little bit different. Let's (laughs) make final release from all stress or suffering or my illusion and um attain the final goal for which beings uh exist uh soul evolution as cosmic plan so what i'd like to do first is what um make some uh, comments on some sanskrit pali words some words that were found in sanskrit and pali associated with what is translated into the English as perception. So we know that the third of the five skandhas or heaps or constituents of the sense of self, the sense of identity, <clears throat> the third in Pali is called Sanya. This Sanya in Pali actually seems to come from the Sanskrit samnya, S-A-M, so s a n n a sanya in pali seems to be a derivative of sam s a m samnya j n a in sanskrit and the word samnya has a whole wikipedia page and there are all sorts of interesting points to be made regarding this third skanda sam sanya which seems derived quite straight from samnya. nya First of all, you notice that it's the nya, J-N-A, suffix, as same as yana or nyani um, and sampajana, sampajana, sampajanya, uh, we did um, from mindfulness to insight. Six months ago, it looks to be that I was able to find, I think somebody sent me this, link or i found it on my own something also with this uh with one of the words we're going to use today viveka 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 also sanskrit also perce- uh, related to discernment and clear seeing discrimination of ideas not discrimination against people <laughs> discrimination of ideas discrimination of phenomena uh this uh this samnya, as Sanskrit root of sanya in Pali as the third skanda perception commonly. Interesting on Wikipedia is actually translated straightforward as a uh, concept. While a uh, concept seems to be the interpretation of perception, I perceive or <laughs> this sense of an eye has the idea that this eye is something called perceiving making sense contact with a so-called object in the field or an object of mind the five senses of body and the, five, and the six senses of mind while it seems like there's a distinction or clearly being a fourth skanda and a fifth skanda there seems to be a distinction between perception as a kind of apprehension of, of raw phenomena sight Sound, color, you know, sight of uh, color patch, as they say, and uh, you know, the five senses uh, I, uh, touchable and a tasteable and a smellable and a seeable and a hearable, auditory and visual and olfactory, not the old factory, the olfactory, nasal and gustatory or touch or, or you know, uh, taste, and then touch aesthetic There, from our perception of, from our basis of uh, the ignorance of uh, uh, separative identity the illusion the maya of uh, Atta we uh, believe and experience and perceive or perceive and believe and experience a me here and a you there a subject and an object being perceived, a subject with perception and an object being perceived that's what we think and the elaboration of that could be called uh, sankara or samskara or the fourth kanda, which is fabrication, fashioning, which is the elaboration or the interpretation of perception, I can say, which is the difference between catalyst and experience, actually. And Ra talking of the seven archetypal positions of archetypes of mind, third is catalyst, fourth is experience, fourth position, third position very similar to third skanda fourth skanda actually third skanda perception so-called sanya or samnya and fourth skanda sankara, samskara fashioning fabrication uh, you know composited volitional compounds all these are rough translations because it's hard to translate the originals all of them because they're terms associated with paranormal experience or or um higher expanded consciousness experience experiences of expanded consciousness is basically how Gautama came to the formulation of the five skandhas and our translations or anyone's translations all of them are wanting a bit but putting them together is good samnya sanskrit as sanya sana sanya perception as concept is not so bad because actually even while even before any kind of interpretation or complex interpretation of what we're perceiving we're already conceiving so it's the perception conception perception and conception are probably terms for two sides uh, of the same thing the apprehension of phenomena to apprehend it is uh perception conception or third and fourth skanda or the movement from third to fourth archetype catalyst raw catalyst to experience and Ra even said that actually what we take as catalyst has already been processed or is ready filtered a filtered product from the deep through the deep mind whatever phenomenal object has any objectivity to it there is a filtering in the apprehension as perception even before we interpret and make a thing out of it or, you know, talk about it or reify it. So perception, conception is very much like love light. <laughs> they're, two, they're two manifestations of the same. There's the head and the tail. Head is half a coin, tail is the other half of the coin, but they're not really half, it's a whole that simply can be understood in a polarity. So there's a polarity between third and fourth skandha there's a th- polarity between perception conception, which means perception and discernment or seeing and knowing or contact and understanding. Uh, just the way we're perceiving is already a filtered product. Uh, the way catalyst so-called catalyst comes in or is is sensed, even that is not objective or pure in some sense it it's already modified or relative because of the perceiver or the person so what i want to do just just from this wikipedia page on Sam there's much to say and i'm not going to get into it at all or get into it all at all uh from a tibetan source uh rinpoche i don't know much of him but i think he's solid Uh, this is a traditional Tibetan Vajrayana understanding of perception or Sanya samnya, which shows us the linkage. Uh, Mipam Ripache says, this is the middle of the page in the Wikipedia on samnya, perception consists of the grasping of distinguishing features. In terms of support, they can be divided into six types, right? The six perceptions. Perceptions resulting from contact, the meeting of the eye, and so forth up until the mind. Okay, so what's called perception associated with the five sense fields of touch, taste, smell, sight, hearing, chin, mouth, nose, ear, eyes, ears, <laughs> the subplanes of the fifth chakra on the face, and then the mind sense, sixth sense. But it goes on. Furthermore, They are distinguishing characteristics in regards to sense objects and in regard to names. So Nama Rupa is a unity. Name and form, Nama, Rupa, form. Uh, There is no naming without form and there's no apprehension that there's a form without naming. There's no perception without conception. There's no conception without perception. Naming, which means the interpretation, of perception is intrinsically bound up with perception. There's no perception itself involves a naming, even be even before previous, you know, the subsequent naming of sankara, or going from catalyst to experience, where one uh, loads down loads up on naming. <laughs> There's an initial naming associated with what's called perception that precedes a subsequent naming or interpretation that is all over the board, right? We can't plumb the depths of the distortions that affect your peoples. Those distortions are particularly associated with distorted naming, distorted understanding, distortions of understanding, limited perception, not understood as limited perception, limited understanding, not understood as limited understanding. Uh, Forgive them, Father, they know not what they do. (laughs) Indeed. And so okay so there's an interesting connection there you can say that there that that some samnya or sana is perception however this perception is not separate from the naming function which is more properly fourth skanda as far as i can tell then on the discourse.suttacentral.net the source that i used in january for the two talks on mindfulness and insight from mindfulness to insight Um, a passage midway these are so rich i mean (laughs) all of this is rich and so one of the teachings here is there's rich rich veins of truth gold to be mined all over the place in buddha dhamma in the raw material in advaita vedanta in all the sources that i draw from and other sources that i don't know about and or haven't presented there's there's rich truth all over the place not everywhere necessarily maybe i say everywhere but it isn't everywhere you go to facebook or you go to twitter or you go to myspace or whatever that is or something you go to a lot of social media you won't find uh universal truths you'll find a hell of a lot of personal opinion taken as universal truth or the subjectives believe uh, Uh, shallow thinking uh, shallow thinkers taking opinion as uh, proven fact completely confused even about the the definitions of the two words evidence and proof so anyway some from the discourse sutta central on sampajanya sampajanya uh somatera this is um somatera in his translation of Satipatthana Sutta, right, the uh, sutta on uh, mindfulness, uh, or the, this, the positions of the, the foundations of mindfulness, and its commentary and sub-commentary from his book Way of Mindfulness has this statement, quote, one who is clearly comprehending is one who knows according to every way, intensively or item by item in a detailed way, there are these four kinds of comprehension. Comprehension as sampajana, sampajana as <laughs> sort of an expansion of samnya, samnya, sanna, perception, sanna, Pali, samnya, pa Sanskrit, sam, pajana, pajanya, um, also uh, Pali which is a very deep word which is why I talked about it for two classes before Uh, there are these four kinds of comprehension which is again the the comprehension is the word used for um, sampajanya clear comprehension of purpose of suitability of resort and of (laughs) non-delusion so uh, sampajanya translated as comprehension is not a bad way of actually um, making integration between perception and uh, sankara or third and fourth skanda or perception and conception. Uh, there's perceiving and interpreting. Uh, the result of that goes to some degree of knowing and you know uh, some blend of um, personal opinion and uh, universal truth however how much universal how much truth how much universal can truth how, how universally true can our perception conception process be until we're fully enlightened well it's limited and so one should be humble and so a uh, sub-commentary of satipatthana sutta said here going on the discerning of things rightly entirely and equally is clear comprehension right discernment full discernment full knowing clear comprehension uh and then from wisdom library Pali English dictionary not some uh, sanya but the word viveka a client gave me this somebody a friend sent me this and uh, this is the intro to the discussion so there's another term called viveka like Vivekananda, translated now from the Pali English Dictionary, Pali Text Society, PTS, Viveka as the uh, joining of V and Vic, V, detachment, loneliness, separation, seclusion, singleness of heart, and discrimination of thought. So that's interesting. Viveka is uh, you know bringing in the Pali, or I'm sorry bringing in Sanskrit to the Pali uh, to this discussion is very useful. In, in Sanskrit, Viveka can be translated as discrimination, distinction, consideration, discussion, investigation, true knowledge, discretion, faculty of distinguishing and classifying things according to their real properties, and then in Vedanta, the power of separating invisible spirit from the visible world or spirit from matter or truth from untruth reality from mere semblance or illusion reality from mistaken opinion there's opinion that happens to be in harmony with with universal truth meanwhile what we call universal truth is somewhat relative anyway Uh, there are two paths of evolution is that a universal truth? According to Ra, you can say it is. However, the formulation of it is not the reality of it. Formulation is not reality. Um, concept kalpana is not it uh, or awareness of reality. So there's, you know, we're I'm playing at uh, up up and down the scale of uh, wisdom where there is uh, a distinction we commonly make between perception and conception meanwhile perception really is filtered and it's already involving some naming and then there's interpretation and then there's opinion and yet some opinion is more objective or more accurate than others and yet how well we progress in many ways depends on how clearly we see seeing the self, seeing the other, seeing the world, seeing the path, seeing what's helpful and harmful, seeing consequences before we act, if we are not sure, uh, seeing the past, knowing the past, considering the future, seeing possibilities, <laughs> it's all Blu-ray, it's all Viveka and Sampajana, Sampajanya, it's discernment, it's Buddhi, it's it's uh critical and you can say it's perception uh but it's um the the term comprehension or sampajanya is actually a little bit more potent than simply saying perception but from the pali english the point i just wanted to add is that or or highlight which i just said from wisdom library from Pol- pts polytech Society's poly english dictionary definition of what's usually a sanskrit word or usually spoken in sanskrit viveka viveka Vivek. um detachment loneliness separation seclusion and um and so renunciation discernment is renunciation <laughs> discernment requires some solitude or solitude supports discernment uh-huh discernment uh buddhi viveka is um uh, is supported by seclusion or wander alone like the rhinoceros but not simply but or, or the reason that some degree of solitude commonly will support learning and knowing right learning and growing discernment and seeing clearly um, is because discernment itself, clear seeing, comprehension, sampajana themselves, are a distinguishing of this from that and a separating, in a sense. It requires, so so physical seclusion <laughs> may, not for everyone, but may well support mental, spiritual, wisdom discernment of separating true from false or higher from lesser or more valuable from less know your values (laughs) do you value this do you value that difficult commonly when we're at a decision point and we don't know which to go we both we we don't we we both don't understand the situation or we understand we we both both of us both of us don't understand the situation well enough and don't understand our options well enough and don't understand consequences of options well enough (laughs) there's a lot of not knowing in confusion and yet, making good choices is critical because uh, we'll be experiencing consequences of choices. In fact, everything we're experiencing can be seen as consequences of choices, meaning karmic seeding and thought, word, and deed. Karmic seeding. Seed the karma. Thought, thinking, speaking, doing, thinking, thought, word, and deed. With the sense of self, which is illusory, <laughs> which is maya, which is eighth fetter, not yet broken seeds does karmic seeding and that's the difference between uh the first three levels of awakening and the final arahan final fruit awakening only the arahan final fruit awakening no longer fashions no more no more karmically seeds no more seeding karmically even by thought word indeed is occurring because they've broken the ten fetters and there's no more anywhere any more um Fashioning or uh, fabrication or fermenting of selfhood that craves. Craving goes, selfhood goes, Maya goes, and you know all sorts of delusion goes. Um, only that one doesn't karmic seed, but everyone else does, but then you know that's not a problem if you're making choices that are supportive of long-term welfare and den- benefit but it's just an interesting point to me that viveka in commonly used in Sanskrit um, and yet known in Pali uh, translates into English both as discrimination of thought or discernment as well as loneliness and separation and seclusion Uh, wisdom is a rather lonely matter Ra may may have said (laughs) or I found it and thought it was raw. Wisdom is a rather lonely matter. Um, Distinguishing uh, objects to comprehend them clearly is in some sense separate to unify, separate to combine, right? Solve, coagula. So first we dissolve and then we coagula. Actually, first there's discerning. And then, uh, and that supports realization of unity, <laughs> actually. Uh, but it is necessary to realize there is a uh, in the in relative truth there is higher and lesser value. Okay. So, all right. With that as some kind of introduction, uh, let me edit some of the quotes. The first quote, um, and you'll find many of these on the link I gave. Um, good good quote good road good reads some silly name goodreads.com hey man it's Goodreads. so quote number one from <laughs> the old soul wanderer george harrison it's all in the mind of course <laughs> meanwhile the mind is uh, illusory as well c.s lewis um christian mystic author very deep thinker this is beginning with a personal here. So George Harrison set the, set the uh, table. It's all in the mind. That there's an it versus a that, a this and a that, and thus an it and a not it, that is indicative of being of manas, being of um, non-liberated consciousness, <laughs> and not yet such it. C.S. Lewis quote what you see and what you hear depends a great deal on where you are standing it also depends on what sort of person you are so position and character one's physical position one's characterological or personality configuration has much to do with perception what you see and what you hear what we perceive thus what we Conceive and believe and thus experience and thus the, the breadth of awareness the breadth and depth of awareness and the nature of the person in the world very much depends on these two matters uh, spatial spatio-temporal position and personality, character development of, uh, of mind and um, the sense of self the nature of the sense of self very deep (laughs) so what is perceived then conceived and believed and experienced or the very perceiving conceiving relative knowing of any person very much depends on where they are and when they are and who they are where they are when they are and who they are who we are where we are And yet where our spatio-temporal location, where we are in time and space, meaning I live in this place here, I don't live in that place there, and I'm in July 6, 2023, it seems. This is both um, the location in space and the location in time, which, which is more esoteric, are um, the result of uh, our choices they're karmically justified they're karmically just and karmically appropriate and perfect near we may dare I say not necessarily good but just and fair and as it ought to be and, and rightful lawful we've cre- we've brought ourselves to the place we're at by the choices we make and the choices we made (laughs) come out of the degree to which we're perceiving um, broadly and deeply clearly and carefully (laughs) flexibly with some nimbleness and all of that depends on humility or modesty and that's forgive them father they know not what they do because they know not they know not because (laughs) they're proud and um they offload (laughs) responsibility for their their failures and they claim responsibility for their successes and uh we don't want to get back into the catalog of human distortion but where a person is in space their physical you know where you are standing as c.s lewis said Uh, depend, is, is your, you, you made it, you create your own, you create your own reality, said Mr. Seth. Yeah, right, and so where I am is where I've brought myself to be, and, you know, this is a a very, very profound principle, just that, because, like we were talking in class before, in relation to proven troublemakers, people who seem to want to argue, they want to criticize, they they really want to engage they they like toxic engagement toxic engagement is fulfilling for them even though <laughs> they're not fulfilled and they're still unhappy um just uh replying you've lost or just engaging one will simply get more grief and so Uh, Going in certain directions or being in a certain place or being with a certain person in relationship or partnership, we get them. We get what they, uh, we get their karmic stream. We get them as they are. We get that sort of person. And all that we get with that sort of person, we are responsible for having chosen to be with. We didn't make them as they are, but we made them with us. We brought ourselves to them or them to us pause when I turn down the crock pot it's good to overboil once once stew if you know what I mean I have a crock pot it's my monkish equivalent of the bowl it's the cooking bowl prior to the eating bowl that's the comic relief. Interpro- yeah. <laughs> Intermission. So, <clears throat> what we C.S. Lewis, what you see and what you hear, um, perception of phenomena, depends a great deal on where you're standing, your relative position. Uh, and that's not simply spatial location, but the nature of one's relation to others or the nature of one's relation to phenomena. So, the boss can't tell the truth. In certain cases, he'll lose his position as Mr. Boss. Uh, You join a certain organization, you can't act this way or that way. They won't allow it. Likewise, in a Buddhist Sangha, you want to, you know, sing and dance, well, good, but you won't be a monk for very long. So, but it's it's actually the fact that perception is relative until we're finished with um, false identity until the Maya of Atta or Anatta is realized or Yana self-realization see self-realization is Anatta <laughs> what? it seems to me uh, well you see there's there's Final, complete, and perfect enlightenment, which is a absolutely a freedom from all ten fetters in Buddhism. Which is sort of a higher self-realization, but there's the first level self-realization anyway of sixth density and Atman. But as far as I can see, in the final analysis, uh, Anatta, Buddhist concept, Buddhist teaching on um, no substantial. Uh, selfhood or the illusion of identity—identity Illu- identity is illusory, is is conditional and <clears throat> empty of substantiality—and the Advaita Vedanta teaching of self-realization is the same. It, it's a realization of what is that is not personal or separative, but it 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 doesn't—it's not avoiding of I. It's simply the realization that this I is infinity. Infinity is I. And uh, to call it self is kind of mistaken, I agree, with the Buddhists. Um, meanwhile, the, the path is about, it absolutely is powered by perception or recognition of dukkha or stress or suffering and pain. We act because we're in pain. Always, desire arises because of dukkha. Craving comes out of that sense that there's something wrong or something missing or something needs to be done absolutely so uh, personalist the 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 uh, the nature the the fact that we have a sense of a self and identity that is in pain or that has stress or that can never be in eternal peace that never experiences unending bliss nityananda right ananda is not felt as nitya and you know nitya nanda guess what that nitya is <laughs> the english writing n-i-t-y-a of the word nitya which is the root of anitya anitya natadukka impermanence in you know transitory nas. Uh, impermanence as anitya is nitya nanda the same nitya nanda means permanent anitya Anitya nit, is Anitya, pronunciations. Anitya is a nitya, And Nitya, Nityananda, is not Anitya. It's nanda, or Nityananda, which means permanent, unending, <laughs> ceaseless, Ananda, or bliss. Uh-huh. And that's what he... That they gave him that name, you know <laughs> he didn't name himself that actually he didn't he his name was this one here, exeche, one who says much means nothing, nobody. his name was nobody or this one here, not quite nobody, but this one here, not Nietzsche <laughs> that's what they called him, actually, so anyway, it's just interesting to me that Nityananda... nanda is the same as a-nitya, ah, is the same nitya root of a-nitya, ah, a-nitya, ah, meaning not permanent, not nitya. But he was uh, finished. And I, I, I'm sure, I mean, <laughs> the end of the path of Gautama and Nityananda, uh, I'm sure they're uh, doing fine together, or in relation, or in one <laughs> uh, after the octave. So yes, okay, what we see, what we hear, perception depends very much on our, where we are physically, where we are relationally, in relation to others and objects. And then depends also on character. And so if you want to see fully, uh, make yourself boundless. <laughs> uh, uh, destroy or dissolve or eliminate all chakra blockages that can be and that's the key That's the result is omniscience and um, make yourself uh, infinite or realize infinite nature realize true nature which is infinity then (laughs) uh, there'll be no relativity to our seeing and hearing or knowing Wayne Dyer we're staying with the human first Quote, change the way you look at things and the things you look at change. Absolutely. The things that we look at don't actually change, but we see them differently. They appear to change. We've changed. What's the we? It's just the colloquial, if you don't mind. Change the way you look at things. See things more deeply and broadly. Breadth and depth broader deeper more sensitive more careful seeing and then we'll see that things are not as they appear things are not as they appear nor are they otherwise is a buddhist phrase so the things you look at change really means we know more deeply and broadly the nature of those things marcus aurelius and and uh, slowly were working our way to some heavy hitters this is a batter up kind of thing in the fourth place (laughs) batter four uh fourth up marcus aurelius um famous um roman emperor and stoic stoic philosopher brilliant man good man in meditations quote reject your sense of injury and the injury itself disappears if i'm not angry if i if anger arises in the mind and i say i'm angry at you right now and i don't keep thinking thoughts of anger and i'm angry at you right now am i still angry well a psychologist may say of course you are you're just doing a mind trick and avoidance you're just using some rationalization and some clever intellectual avoidance as defense mechanism not to feel your anger that can be however it may not be meaning it is very it just as he said uh, no offense taken Uh, i'm sorry if i offended you you know i say uh, i think you're mistaken oh i'm sorry i offended you and the person (laughs) replies sincerely uh, no offense taken This is no sense of injury, therefore there is no injury. The the idea is that the injury is the sense of injury, injury meaning uh, affront, affronted. How dare you? How dare you insult me? So reject your sense of being insulted, and the insult itself disappears. There's no insult where there's no perception of insult there's no two where there's no perception of two there's that's what <laughs> love one's all about there's no many when there's no perception of there being a many not that one has been knocked over the head or is unconscious with no perception <clears throat> one uh one perceives or one um does clear comprehending or sampajanya and i don't see two i only see one Now, that can be self-deception, that can be psychosis, that can be delusion, or it can be enlightenment. Absolutely. Reject your sense of injury and the injury itself disappears. Marcus Aurelius. Reject your sense of being a victim and um, what? Victimization itself disappears? Maybe not. (laughs) You can reject the sense of being a victim and realize that uh, the other person was intending to victimize or hurt you, but you see, hurting me is not the same as me being a victim, or victim identity, which is very fashionable these days. In a, in an economic, uh, in, in a morally, intellectually, economically degrading civilization, it is uh, very understandable. That many people uh, adopt victim identity. Boom. Boom. Of course. And so, <clears throat> uh, victim identity to some degree um, compensates for uh, objective <laughs> uh, deficient opportunity. You can't make money, and you can not have a job, and society is contracting. And the leadership is demonic, and genocidal, and war is coming, or some kind of collapse is coming. Uh, not surprising that lots of people will feel like victims, and then have some uh, compensatory empowerment, relatively saying, you know, relatively, relatively speaking, by adoption of victim identity. And and so then they th- those people would be clinging to the sense of injury and walking in a field of persistent, ceaseless injury, as we can see in some social activist groups. Stephen Covey, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. He he took the bait from his agent and publisher who said, the way you sell a book these days is you just say seven this and 10 that and three that and instant this and that. That's what they told me in 95, actually. (laughs) But I said, sorry. But he he thought that was a good idea. But it's a good quote. He said, to change ourselves effectively, we first had to change our perceptions. So to change character, one must change perception and attitude. In the raw material, this is a key uh, to understanding what distortion means. Distortion is fragmented perception or a perception of fragmentation. A perception, I mean, Rogers, in the passage I was using yesterday... 13 or 18, session 18, I think. Distortion or fragmentation was indicated as synonyms. Distortion is a fragmentation of the reality of unity. Unity is not, a, not particularly a law, although there are ways uh, of approaching greater realization of unity and ways that will damage approach and realization of unity, and those could be seen in relation to law. But really, unity is reality, and uh, uh, <clears throat> it's um, the result of um, a, a habit that <laughs> that habit of being highly highly effective people's habit of being careful of our attitude and uh, trying to make sure that we're not perpetuating distortions. Distortions obviously could mean mistaken assumptions, mistaken presumptions, mistaken expectations, misunderstanding, distorted um, assessment, you know, thinking something is large when it's small or making something large when it doesn't have to be, seeing injury where there wasn't any intended, feeling injury when it's simply not needed. If I say, you know, fuck you, like go the best fuck you if you will look for that kind of dirty thing is william defoe in born on the fourth of july with tom cruise in wheelchairs in the mexican desert very ugly but very rough movie but very accurate uh so uh there is the intention to insult and injure it should be seen clearly But that doesn't mean we have to uh, adopt uh, victim identity or even have a sense that I'm injured. There is uh, water off the lotus. It doesn't get in. It just beads and rolls away. So there can be a recognition of a genuine insult intending to cause injury, and we don't feel injury. There can be a mistaken perception believing that somebody intended to hurt me when they didn't. Uh, in either case uh, seeing clearly which means interpreting rightly is what he means by changing our perceptions and in all cases it's associated with moving out of distortion the distortion of not seeing correctly and and that's associated with uh, particularly fragmenting unity essentially metaphysically but it's also associated with just misassessment misperception it happens all the time so then william blake and here we hit <laughs> one two three four five oh no well the sixth batter up maybe should be five the slugger william blake if the doors of perception were cleansed everything would appear to man as it is infinite for man has closed himself up till he sees all things through narrow chinks of his cavern yeah so (laughs) that's why William Blake is uh, you know to be praised Um, yeah if the doors of perception were cleansed and I would say ultimately freedom from the uh, there being doors of perception then all is seen as infinite right man has closed himself up and that's not simply the, the, the nature of uh, 3D body-mind-brain or the veiling, <clears throat> but uh, the ten fetters are means by which we close ourselves up into a cavern of uh, limited perception, thus limited knowing. Uh, the very establishment of um, identity that we defend uh, there's no, there's no fear of losing when there's no sense of a separate agent that that desires and has you know uh, The closing up is um, you know the mean is, is by way of distortion and that's you know as I've said and by that, particularly people think they know deeply when they don't know well at all. And then people imagine what is when it really isn't. And sometimes we see very clearly, too. But even if you see deep clearly this or that, um, how deep is your love? No, how deep is your seeing? How deep is your your seeing? How deep, how broad? This is another... So, first we distinguish rightly and then we can see more deeply and then we can see interrelations and see more broadly so horizontal is breadth and the vertical is depth depth and the vertical is knowing high and knowing low knowing inner knowing outer knowing inner and outer actually is more on the on the horizontal the relational is knowing broadly interrelations causality um temporal sequence and and, you know how that leads to this and goes to that other thing and the inner is the vertical is much more of depth but that's what we're seeking is unlimited seeing knowing that's such it aldous huxley um another heavy hitter there are things known and there are things unknown and in between are the doors of perception so he piggybacked on blake It wasn't his quote about Doors of Perception. He just uh, adopted it. (laughs) A lesser man than William Blake. Yes, there are things we know and things we don't know. um, But in general, everything we know, um, we know very little of. Or everything we know is very little compared to what is and the potentials of knowing. And the Doors of Perception, um, yeah, indeed, are the bridge between... Um, what's not known and greater knowing William Butler Yeats a true adept himself although wounded the world is full of magic things patiently waiting for our senses to grow sharper beautiful the world is full of magic things patiently waiting for our senses to grow sharper how about the world is magic uh, patiently waiting for our maturity <laughs> and that's what maturity spiritual maturity is all about is the depth and breadth of perception or depth of breadth of seeing and knowing knowing the subtle and knowing the gross knowing deeply and knowing how little we know too absolutely robertson davies um from something called tempest tossed the eye sees only what the mind is prepared to comprehend brilliant quote very important too in the progression from seeing little to seeing more uh, knowing little to knowing more less wisdom to greater wisdom uh, one um, learns and uh, develops richer deeper understanding only to the degree that we're prepared for it and the prepared for it is all second chakra this is all two-five linkage. Uh, the, the key, there's a linkage between two and six, obviously, chakra band, but there's two and five. Five as wisdom or buddhi or discernment. Uh, the, uh, the center of panya or prajna or knowing, true knowing, fifth ray, uh, is extremely limited to the degree that uh, the mind is not prepared to comprehend, or the mind is unprepared, or the person hasn't trained the mind, and particularly because of uh, personality issues, Um, exaggerated and um, constricted sense of self, inflated, deflated sense of self, overvaluing or undervaluing so-called self, or this one here overvaluation undervaluation exaggeration denial avoidance um, concoction of of fantastic notions of identity and selfhood all sorts of distortions in the sense of self feeling and knowing and believing about who i am or something that limits fifth ray wisdom it's only a a great be only a being who realizes self is beyond the personal there's the personal self and the transpersonal but what I is or what one's true nature is or that there is a true nature beyond the personal (laughs) most people even don't even understand they're not even listening so there is true nature beyond the personal and very few 3D repeaters even know it were they to know it then they would be more prepared to comprehend greater reality Rick Riordan from The Lightning Thief a book I guess humans see what they want to see right you're not you can't handle the truth said Jack most people can't handle much truth and you can even say that what people know is simply the limit of what they're capable of knowing right now the mind is prepared to comprehend the personality is um, balanced and non distorted enough to prop- to comprehend only what it currently does and those that are seekers and truly seeking and continue to find what they're seeking you know seeking you'll find um are those who are more who want to be prepared to find and comprehend and grow and learn and develop and and are willing to accept i was wrong i was mistaken i was deluded uh i don't know and i don't know and i don't know This is great because it basically um, clears the air conditioner. (laughs) Clean your air conditioner and the cool air will be free of dust and uh, mold. And so the humility or modesty or positive sense of self or self-appreciation, honest self-assessment, not I'm the best, not I'm the worst, not I'm great, not I'm terrible. I am that I am and I got this and that and so do you and that's fine but i really want to know more i want to grow i want to find by seeking and thus i'm prepared and um this sense of self is big enough to take it i'm a big boy now and i can take it meaning to see how i'm mistaken and distorted and imbalanced and you know not as i wish i were that kind of thing so arthur schopenhauer and we'll end with uh, four more here, some of the bigger heavy hitters. Schopenhauer pa- studies in pessimism. Every, quote, every man takes the limits, right, every man takes the limits of his own field of vision for the limits of the world. Duh. Everybody, and I'm not being disrespectful. <laughs> yeah, it's very important principle here, actually. It it's uh Changsu said the same thing twenty five hundred years ago, twenty three hundred years ago, of course. Changsu knew this. The little frog at the bottom of the well says no, there is no great soaring through the heavens that the Pung birds or the Pung bird flying ten thousand Li across the southern heavens. That's just a story. That can't be true. All I know is there's this little patch and when I jump up I fall down and that's all there is says the little frog at the bottom of the well. Every man takes the limits of his own field of vision for the limits of the world. Boom. So philosophers, <laughs> the integration of philosophy and psychology. Uh-uh-uh. Very important. Right. And so the only people who learn are people who realize that the, that the world is not, the, the world is not the same as the limits to your, of your conception of the world. Our conception of the world is not the world. The world is far greater than our conception of it. (laughs) And our conception of anything, not just the world, ourselves, is limited. (laughs) Our own vision and knowing is limited. Therefore, there's much more we don't know and and, and see. And thus, everything that we're seeking to know by seeing and considering, perceiving, is far greater than how we see it now, or even how we will see it edgar Allan poe all that we see or seem is but a dream within a dream right one understanding in buddhism of uh attainment of i think it's probably mahayana <clears throat> attainment of uh, complete and perfect enlightenment while yet in human body is it's called awakening within the dream meaning dimensionality is maya light is maya the seven dimensions seven planes 31 planes triloka, is illusory it, it's it it what it is <clears throat> uh, to us what we believe it is is always the result of our limited perception were the doors of perception cleansed or were there were there no more or no longer any doors for perception nor a subject to be perceiving an object then there's such it and all is known as infinity and that's prior to the concept of light prior to creation and so a dream within a dream one can awaken and realize this is a dream but we're still living with the dreamlike body in uh, the dreamlike space-time and mind-produced interpretive world world of interpretation John Lennon the more I see the less I know for sure Boom, just like Socrates. John Lennon also, definitely a wanderer. C.G. Jung, the last one, (laughs) Uh, a true psychologist, clinician, said, everything that irritates us about others can lead us to an understanding of ourselves. So what we hate in them is commonly what we can't accept in us. Commonly. Now, you know, Gautama, Nityananda, all great teachers, blast troublemakers or can be seen, as far as I can see, to have periodically blasted the troublemakers who periodically uh, entered their field, which didn't happen much, but it did a couple of times, and they didn't hold back from censure. Uh, Were they irritated? Uh, Yeah. Is it because they're irritated about themselves? Well, that would be a stretch, you can say. Of course they are, because there's no enlightenment such says the nihilist and Crowley follower, or um, it's righteous anger, (laughs) or um, it's right action, and it arose spontaneously without a personalist center. I don't know. I'm not there. So all I can say is that for us, at a lower level of development, without doubt, um, how we see, when we see others in distorted ways, when we entertain distorted distorted understanding of others, which is (laughs) like most of the time or commonly because there's always more reality or truth that we don't yet see. But when we're persistently holding distorted beliefs of others, of course it's a commonly a psychological projection um, avoiding the fact that those tendencies are, quote, within us as well and the person doesn't want to accept it. <clears throat> of course, and so likewise the phrase uh, Self to being of infinite worth look around you see the creator um, Bother some people <laughs> Because they Can't accept they can't um, accept true potential the true potential of of one's nature one's true nature that there is true nature beyond your how you understand yourself You know you're much more than how you think you're you are <laughs> reality is far greater than our thought about it and knowing um, is limited by limits of perception and assumption Uh, and commonly when we're in friction with others regularly um, it's because there's friction internally that hasn't been addressed for sure so anyway that'll be it (laughs) perception and discernment humility and maturity Uh, interesting stuff beautiful quotes there's lots of wisdom available obviously i hope that was helpful take good care of yourselves see you next time and good night